Hello, listeners. Time for another episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Want to give a quick thank you to Midnight Syndicate for the awesome music that you hear in the background. You can check them out at www.midnightsyndicate.com. And thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the ambient sounds that you'll hear in the background that makes everything extra spooky. You can check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Without further ado, on to the episode. So you guys, can we take a mulligan on 2020? What does that mean? A mulligan? Like in golf? Yeah, it's just you just you just take the loss and start over. Start back January 1st again. Yeah, it's like try it over. Yeah, no, that's really, it, it, that's exactly what we should do. New Year's Eve this year, we'll just do 2020 over again. It's like there's no way I can salvage this. I just need to start from the beginning. <laughs> uh, press restart on the uh, game console. <laughs> start over the level. Well, you know, you thought it was the TV show. I thought they were talking about this website we've been using to run the <laughs> Roll20 the ro- Roll20 <laughs> thing. So it's been double confusion at this end. Yeah, we were talking about this intro and I was like, what did what did the, what did the TV show 2020 do? <laughs> did, did I miss something? <laughs> we're talking about the year 2020, Noel. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm living in a pretty good timeline myself. Mm-hmm. I got to stay at home my first trimester and uh Motherhood maternity is going out of business, so I've been able to buy a bunch of clothes for really cheap. Got a twenty buck maternity swimsuit, so I'm I'm I feel like a, a war profiteer <laughs> right now. I'm a pregnancy racketeer or something. Pregnant, pregnancy pirate. Uh, <laughs> yes. that's it. Yes, a pregnancy pirate. Yeah, I'll I'll draw a big uh, Jolly Roger on my tummy, <laughs> and then and then I'll do belly rolls. And then it'll look like it's flapping in the wind. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was you, gonna say, can it have like a little bow on it so we know it's a baby? Yes. Yeah, we got to make it cute. You will be pregnant on Halloween, so yeah, it's yeah. True, so now will. I'll be a pregnancy part. <laughs> we figured it out. Thank you, guys. <laughs> At least you won't have to worry you, about that. Yeah, you could push around like a, a stroller and then raise the Jolly Roger. And um, <laughs> that's so funny. And then um, you know, a treasure chest full of full of booty which is just a bunch of diapers <laughs> for, the ba- for the baby booty <laughs> i like it it's coming together and, it? and you could give out pabu yeah i was yeah. gonna say what's your niece likes the pirate's booty yeah the pirate's booty snack she called oh. it pabu yeah, yeah it's awesome but you have to decorate you have to decorate the stroller like a pirate ship. yeah i was just Absolutely. thinking like this will be amazing like, like <laughs> i can see it now i can see it now yeah. i think we'll have to make this happen and I can get like you know a fancy hat, but put like rattles and stuff in it <laughs> instead of feathers. And it has to be like an admiral hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Commodore. The cans on the side can be uh, milk, like the, the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, this is going to be amazing. We're hatching like the it. plan now. I like it. I've been wondering what to be for Halloween. Actually, it's like, well, I got to do something cute. I think I think the problem is solved. I think pregnancy pirate works perfectly. Thank you, audience, for helping us sort that out. Yeah, good yes. job. Right. Um, I mean, it's Philip. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> I'll give you the credit, Philip. No, oh, these and Richard, not... you can be the first mate. <laughs> <laughs> he'll that have works a, he'll on so have, many levels. He'll have a bandolier of like uh, baby powder and, <laughs> and wipes mm-hmm. and butt paste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> zinc o- oxide tubes, <laughs> <laughs> clothespins. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. And on his back, a diaper genie. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what the cannons will be. <laughs> yeah, shoot, oh shoot, man, that'd shooting, be awful. Shooting, shooting dirty diapers. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> this is great, but effective. Yeah. You know, this could open up a whole new realm of weapons <laughs> in Pathfinder. <laughs> mother, oh. mother control. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be good in Starfinder because then you could have the mothership. There you oh, go. Well, I like yeah. it. Yeah. We could riff out on old, this. old joke, but but a classic. Yeah, and then when they okay, never mind. I think I had to cross the line because I was thinking about the refuel and then breastfeeding. We'll <laughs> yeah, I was right thinking. There. That's I where was, the tanks are. I was are. thinking about you know like uh, cannons shooting shooting milk. like like the fembots uh-huh. um, in Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> My mother tells a story of a of a story that was told to her about uh, missionaries in uh, some place that needed missionaries and the priest was administering to a woman and she apparently didn't like what she said because she popped her popped her boob out of her baby and squirted him <laughs> oh my goodness oh my it's like go away wow. get out of here priest <laughs> you know nothing you know nothing <laughs> leave me alone aggressive and confusing yes <laughs> yes <laughs> i think that's the a good tactic <laughs> It is. It's, it's very. You don't know what to do. Exactly. It's the, it's the crazy person, crazy person tactic. Speaking of crazy people tactics, we Let's just go. got finished yeah. uh, defeating three rust monsters. Oh, those were uh, those were creepy. I didn't like them at all. Yeah, what? they were not a very big threat themselves, but they posed a huge threat of destroying our very important weaponry yeah. for future battles. It's it's awful when that you hit. Did. It's awful when you hit monsters like that because you're just like ah. Ouch. It's like this suddenly became more dangerous than just my life. <laughs> now my stuff could be hurt. And then my then my. Uh, my workaround is like, okay, well, we'll just cast spells at them. And apparently I was going to bring down the whole fucking building. Dude, yeah. <laughs> what was with that? Yeah, I still don't know because none of us have knowledge engineering. Yeah, I don't want to. knowledge Philip engineering. Philip has knowledge we... everything. We can roll it the next day. So maybe yeah, we... what was up with the shaking? The, yeah. The shaking yeah. shake bacon. Why? Every yeah. time I cast a yep. spell and just me, maybe it's because I'm an arcane caster. But it was all elemental magic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, it was burning hands and then shocking grass. Yeah, so both made the place rumble. So and Philip wasn't using elemental stuff; he was using sound. I was using sonic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. which you'd think element. would be, pose a bigger threat, but I, I agree. But but maybe it has to do with whatever caused the explosion in the yeah, first maybe. place. So Renly, get on it. Well, first we have to okay. rest. So so where are we paused? We just defeated them, and we're in that room, and we've been looking around. Oh, yep, one more thing, I want to. I want to say uh, when we're bashing these rust monsters, I hate that it, ha- it made me have to uh, actually calculate the damage for a weapon and uh, give me extra work. Yeah. That was rude. Yeah. That's another reason they're awful. Have what are you fi- talking about? I did all the work. Yeah. We hated having to watch you do it. It was very <laughs> It was stressful. so hard. It was, <laughs> it was so hard watching you do all that work. It was. We, we all looked at you in awe because you could do math. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you were uh, definitely missed in the the new cast, Richard, because I I don't have a rules lawyer anymore. <laughs> you are the rules lawyer. I am the rules lawyer and the GM. I have to know everything. It is it is surprisingly difficult to have the narrative and the rules be your responsibility at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> Philip, step up. <laughs> I've been trying, but then I didn't know what the rules were. <laughs> have you just been making them up? <laughs> There, there was That's a, why that uh, was a joke, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing a bit where we were going over uh, the the stuff. It was before we started recording, I think. But even then, I got like if it was a test, it would have been an eighty <laughs> percent. That's not too bad, though. That's pretty good. I think I averaged That's a solid B. Yeah. But I, I graded myself. I, I don't know what Gary would have given me. <laughs> yeah. 
Eh, depends on the curve. <laughs> uh, if you does it on the curve, the curve, you probably got an A. Well, we've been, um, you know, Richard and I are in a couple of other non-recorded groups, and I'm actually, I'm actually one of the stronger math, math, mathers in the group, <laughs> and that's scary. Which is stunning. Yeah. So, what about Englishers? I was gonna say <laughs> her, uh, the grammars uh, too. She represents uh, the grammar. I actually am better than some than some in the group. We have a couple of um, non-native speakers, <laughs> so I'm still slightly better. The it, most interesting thing part about that is we'll have to explain um, like colloquialisms. Like, what did we say the other day? We we talked about jitters or like the character. was like ah, oh, this fidgeting. Fidgeting. Something is fidgeting under the water. He's like, what's fidgeting? And it's like, and then so then like everyone at the table's like twitching. We're like, oh, you know, fidgeting. <laughs> <Kinda> like this. <laughs> anyway so we had decided that we've used a lot of resources and we needed to rest yeah (sighs) go back to the the house is probably the best idea right yeah because we've got this big blown up alchemy lab and we don't know what's through the next door and i don't want to go to sleep and have one of these rust monsters come get us at night (laughs) and eat your shirt yeah (laughs) that was a scary monster i don't want to wake up to that in my face no i'd much rather have a giant or something Well, yeah. No ideas, Gary. Yeah. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have all the walls and windows and doors intact. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wherever I'm staying. Yeah. So in the scene, we've we've finished defeating the rust monsters. We're kind of looking around. We've explored everything we can. And Roderick's like, I think I'm a, I'm pretty close to tapped out. I think we should go rest. Yes. Um. Are do we need any healing right now? Is anyone low? Roderick will heal is the damage he took overnight. So. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that I'm. I'm good. Yeah, okay. you've been you've been doing a good job of keeping us up up cool. to this point. So, cool. Then yeah, yeah. and no one, and just because I have it prepared, does anyone have any diseases they need yes, working on fact, right now? Roderick was gonna was gonna petition you for a casting of remove disease because he still has filth fever, blood fire fever, which blood will fire uh, which fever. will onset tomorrow. When did you get that from? The we got it hound. recently. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Hound. Did anyone else get that? No, it was just Roderick. Okay, yeah. So they couldn't hit anybody <laughs> he, else. Yeah. Because he gets all the diseases. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. He's susceptible. <laughs> weak immune system. You're weak. My fortitude save is plus seven. I just roll like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> really is amazing. Okay. So we'll do that once we get back across. So. And I have, uh, and I think Roderick also has armor damage. Yeah. yeah um, so we're going to head our way across the, the narrow stone bridge, um, obviously checking to make sure that nothing comes to accost us mm-hmm. on our way back. And as we're walking back, Roderick's like, Vivian, um, I believe you've expressed to me that you have the ability to magically mend armor and weapons, correct? Absolutely. Could you, uh, could you help me out? Like, he, he's, like, holding his sword out, and it's not broken, but you could see it's, it's visibly deteriorated yeah. and almost broken. Yeah. Um, absolutely, but it'll have to wait until tomorrow, Roderick. Yes, yes. I just, I, I really like this sword. I, I know. I really, really like this sword. I know. We need to talk about that at some point, too. <laughs> <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> you need to talk about your attachment to inanimate objects, but it's that's... like I could repair it myself, but it would take a lot longer than your magic. So absolutely. As Renly is going to lean into uh, into your ear and go, I don't, I don't see where he keeps a scabbard. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Renly, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what a scabbard is. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Right next to his halberd. <laughs> uh. 
when Gary was talking about those halberds on the the fireplace, <laughs> I wanted to be like, um, it's pronounced halberd. <laughs> <laughs> you were not alone in that thinking. <laughs> You're mispronunciating it, Gary. So do we make it back to the kitchen safely? Or the dining room? You do. Okay. So we're there, and Roderick's like, so we have these cooking quarters down there, but we also have the guest bedrooms that seem to be in pristine condition. Do you... I, I would prefer a bedroom. I don't think stoves are that comfortable to sleep in. <laughs> uh, Renly, I believe there's there's beds for yeah, the, there's, for there's the cot, staff. There's cots set up in the other room, Renly. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> we would put you in the oven anyway, Renly. <laughs> it's so funny because Renly's like, educated, but obviously the books he's reading are... <laughs> <laughs> from a different country. <laughs> His, his intelligence is, 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 you know, above average, but his wisdom is low. <laughs> well, I just imagine, um, you know, he was reading more intellectual stuff, but he was a, he was a nomad, right? So it's like, what, what's a house? Like, yeah. <laughs> didn't really have these I, basics down. I read of these kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> he hears the word cot and pot backwards. <laughs> what is this? What is this wall? Why would you we speak sleep of? in a pot? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we mad at 2020, the TV show? <laughs> More <laughs> sixty minutes, man. Myself. <laughs> anyway, so um, so we're in the dining room. So if we're gonna go sleep in the guest room, we we gotta walk by the automaton again in the front room. Mm-hmm. So we make our way through the hallway, and Roderick is like, "Uh, look, excuse me, um, sir. Hello, you are still here." <laughs> Shockingly, yes. No one has come to uh to visit us yet. Um, is it okay if we sleep in these rooms upstairs? Uh. We're, just, we're still waiting. We are guests. These are guest rooms. You are also guards, correct? Yes, yes, we are. We're guards and guests. <laughs> Roderick looks down on the, ar- ar- the guard uniform he forgot he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been quite breezy on that bridge for Vivian. Just remember, oh, yeah. her uniform's too small. <laughs> <laughs> right. There should be guest quarters upstairs. Very well. Perfect. We will sleep up there. Thank you. Skitter past the weird robot. You have been very nice. Thank you. I try. <laughs> Be well. <laughs> so there were three guest bedrooms, right? Yeah, there are two guest bedrooms, the wine cellar, and the master bedroom. So three guest bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Vivian and Zenobia are taking the big master bedroom at the end of the hall so that nobody walks through their bedroom to get to their bedroom. <laughs> So who's keeping watch? That's a different issue. <laughs> and you can uh, set up the alarm stone. That's true. Wouldn't it go off with the, the robot butler? That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> so I guess that is a good point. If there's only one way in, because there's only one door to the guest bedroom, then the wine cellar, then the other guest bedroom, then the master bedroom, and you have to go through all three of those to get to the other one. We didn't see any of their doors. Let's just set up the alarm stone at the front door. The front door or the front door of the guest bedroom? The front door of the guest bedroom. Yeah. Roderick will take that room. Zenobia says, I believe that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Roderick didn't say that. Richard is uh, elaborating the plan. No, Roderick's uh, thinking it in his head. Uh, yeah, he's not. American accent. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. So anyway, <laughs> Roderick is obviously going to sleep in the front uh, guest bedroom because that's where his precious alarm stone is. <laughs> oh, Vivian, if I could ask one more favor. Um, I contracted a disease from the troll hounds at the, at the front gate. Can you, can you help me take care of that as well? Absolutely. And she's looking at the wound and remembers that she had removed disease prepared. <laughs> so do I have to look it up or do I just do it? You just do it. I do it. I remove that disease. Suck out the venom. <laughs> Unless you want to resist, Roderick. <laughs> Roderick chooses not to make the will save. 
thank you. I feel better already. You, you're, you're really good at taking care of all of us, Vivian. You have a talent for that. Well, I try. It's, uh, it's, this has been the most difficult part of my life so far. I don't think anyone would disagree. This particular time has been pretty rough. Zenobia calls her over when she's done with that and takes her hand off of where she's been holding her breastplate together once they're in the bedroom and says, I need help, Vivian. When she takes her hand off, the breastplate just blows to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have some damage as well yes. on your armor. Yes, yes Roderick had some with his sword, so I can take care of this in the morning. Thank you. Since I can't sleep in my armor, I will take I mean, you could probably sleep in that armor. You could probably sleep in this. In a yeah, pile. Almost, yeah. Lumpy pile. So we all get in bed. Roderick sets the alarm stone. Beep, 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 beep. Changes the uh, the tone for when, <laughs> for when it goes off. <laughs> now he won't remember the password. <laughs> so turn keep, it off. Keeps using the last password. <laughs> I know I changed this. What did I change it to? So we sleep. Sleep through the night. Uh, everything's okay. Uh, you're woken up in the morning by the alarm stone going off and a knock at the first bedroom door. Hmm. Hello. I, I cannot hear you through this incessant sound, but breakfast is ready. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me turn it off. What, what's this, this blasted thing? And then it finally stops. <laughs> Thank you. It's an early breakfast, huh? It is what it is. What the master prefers. Oh, okay. Fine with me. I'm getting like portal vibes here. It's like <laughs> it's going to have like nuts and bolts in the whatever's prepared. <laughs> Like, so I was going to go with, like, just rotten food. Like, it, nobody's been in there. Yeah. Oh, we don't know if anybody's been here, but it looks like nobody's been in here, so the food is just rotten. Mm-hmm. Are we getting any good smells or bad smells, Gary? You can't really tell. We're not near the kitchen yet. Yeah. Uh, um. All right, so f- before they go downstairs, Vivian's going to prepare her spells for the day, and that's going to include mending. And uh, she will first fix Zenobia's breastplate, and then once they're dressed and coming in through... Roderick's room, they'll, uh, she'll fix his sword. Yay! Roderick looks exceptionally appreciative. Mm-hmm. Uh, your sword looks good as new, Roderick. Yes, this makes me very happy. I know it does. <laughs> you see, I killed that troll yesterday. It was essential that you did so, also. Good work. Good sword. We did a lot of fighting yesterday. It was we a very did. busy day. I didn't like those rust things. I'm sure there will be no fighting today. It will yeah. be perfectly peaceful. I'm sure we'll find Horus, and everything will be fine. Hmm... <laughs> Let's right. go down. Let's go down to breakfast. And there's combat at the kitchen table. <laughs> it's like food fight. <laughs> literally, the food attacks us. It's like the shrimp hands in Beetlejuice. Right. No, you get downstairs uh, and see the breakfast table, and you can definitely tell that uh, the automaton is the one that put the food together because <laughs> it's things that normally wouldn't be served together or on the same plate. <laughs> For example, like. Eggs and apple slices. Right. So, okay. Do you guys watch Futurama? Yes. Mm -hmm. Or I have. On occasion. So, um, this reminds me of Bender's cooking, um, in that he can't cook. (laughs) Uh, So, um, one of my favorite lines from that is, Amy, you're cute, so I baked you a pony. (laughs) Oh, no. And, uh... When complain, complaining about the salt content, he says, "Oh, it's it's only what was it? it's only half a, a dose. It's I can't remember the joke, but it was basically it was almost a lethal dose of salt." <laughs> <laughs> um, everything looks edible though, right? 
Everything looks edible. It all looks like actual food. It's just weird mixtures of foods together. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a balanced diet. So, Roderick, I was not expecting this. I'm rather appreciative of a proper meal. I've, I've never had calamari in a quiche before. <laughs> oh. is, this, is this an Ustalov tradition? Strawberries and beans. No. That's a. <laughs> this is a new one. No, this is not. This is not what I'm used to eating. That's the one Vivian would try. I do not eat human food. Is this what you like? For the most part, yes. It's pretty close. A little too close in some cases. <laughs> you did very well. Very well. So thank you. I try. Could we order something special? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think we have time. Okay. Yes, I think we need to get going. Yeah. Can't just, go off menu. <laughs> just wanted scrambled eggs alone. Mm-hmm. I no. can scramble them with my own arms. <laughs> just, I was wondering what that was about. <laughs> he just juggles some eggs, <laughs> puts them in his head, and then spits them out. Ugh. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Do you need me to chew that food for you first? <laughs> okay, let's go. Breakfast yeah. is over. Breakfast is over. It was delicious. Geared up. You know we got a job to do, so as much as we'd love to just entertain this automaton. And eat toast <laughs> with, with frog legs on it. Mm-hmm. And with cheesy jam. Mm. Actually, that would probably be okay. That's almost like that's like if you put like a cheese danish and a fruit danish together. Yeah, it depends on the kind of cheese. Mm-hmm. Gruyere. Anyways, so we weapons out, cross the bridge, back to the um, alchemist chamber. So, Renly, do you know anything about what could have been causing the rumbling yesterday? Like every time that you did a spell, it, it rumbled. Yeah, it didn't like me. I don't know what was going on. Uh, um... That is a 13. Knowledge engineering. Knowledge engineering. If it was dungeoneering, it would have been high. Do we learn you're anything not, new? You're not completely sure of why it was just like when Roderick would cast a spell that it would rumble. But you know that the the metal pillars that were holding this building up, the rust monsters had been feeding on. Hmm. So they had weakened the structure. I would imagine that it was those rust monsters feeding on... On the supports of the building. But that's just a guess. I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know, elemental magic had something to do with it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, electricity and fire. I don't I don't understand how they would uh, affect the metal support beams, but... You, you don't know how electricity affects metal? Not, not at this distance, no. If I was on the metal, yes. Very curious. Well, I suggest we don't stay in this part of the foundation for long since it seems very unstable. Yes, I was just curious. Let's move on. So we go through the one exit door, Zenobia first. (laughs) (laughs) So we do. Okay. So after defeating the rust monsters in the alchemy workshop, you make your way beyond the scaffolding and to a slender rope bridge that swings out toward a two-story building with a tower. The bridge hangs precariously over a raging river below. Feeling emboldened by his ability to fly, Roderick moves to cross the bridge first. Just as Roderick is about to take his first step onto the bridge, Zenobia stops him. She noticed a trap. A cleverly disguised trap that would trigger a summon monster spell. Takes a bit of time, but Zenobia is able to deftly disable the trap and tells Roderick that he may continue. The bridge is very unstable, but Roderick is able to make it across. Zenobia is next and makes the bridge look simple. Vivian begins her trek across, but slips about halfway. As she begins to fall, she reaches out and grabs the rope. She hangs for dear life, dangling 150 feet above the rushing waters. Renly cautiously makes his way to Vivian and is able to pull her back up onto the bridge. 
The extra weight causes the bridge to sway more, making the remainder of the crossing almost impossible, but somehow they do it. They make it across. On this side of the bridge, you see a large building. A statue of a nymph stands next to a set of double doors. The statue is a beautiful and exquisite one. Above the double doors is a stained glass window depicting a unicorn. Vivian is in awe of the beauty of this priceless art, but her awe quickly changes as you step inside the museum. The lobby is filled with cabinets of weird alchemical preserved creatures. Ice method wings, large spiders, parts of a dissected giant slug, and the digestive tracts and proboscises of three sturges are among the pieces on display. A door to the left reveals a placard stating Things of the Sea. Straight ahead, a placard says Things of the Land. To your right, Beasts of Dark Reputation. You make your way to the left, searching for Horus or for the Count. Here you find alchemically preserved octopi, tube worms, a scum, and a curious creature with eel-like fangs, a, a strange mermaid-like tail, and the upper body of a monkey. The sign on this creature's tank reads, Ningyo. As Renly looks closer to the tank, the Ningyo's eyes open and it viciously starts clawing at the sides of the tank. Renly is startled and falls back, but the group quickly realizes that the creature is of no threat while it is trapped within the jar. You continue into the room of things of the land. Here you find a partially dissected bugbear, a partially transformed doppelganger, and a complete goblin dog. A stuffed bullet or land shark head hangs on the wall. You continue through, looking for a way out. You enter the room of the Beasts of Dark Reputation. This room is filled with weird-looking preserved creatures as well. There are two elaborately carved and painted sarcophagi standing against the east and west wall. Hanging along the north wall is a tentacle of a frogkeeper. To the south, a pickled intellect devourer and a desiccated dark mantle. You find an exit from the museum and you make your way outside. Vivian lets out a sigh of relief as she's able to escape the nightmare of what she just saw. The knowledge that Horus is out there somewhere helps her steal herself and push forward. Here, another grand stone bridge arches over a gorge to a makeshift island of rock. On this island, a single giant stone tower perches atop the rock and climbs to an elaborate iron steeple from which a huge lightning rod reaches toward the skies. As you make your way into the tower, you see a curving stone staircase winding along the walls of the circular chamber up to a trapdoor in the ceiling about 30 feet above. The room is in chaos. Books, alchemical equipment, and curiously twisted metal are everywhere. A huge broken cage stands in the center of the room, its bars bent and its door smashed open. Among the wreckage of this cage, a large four-armed flesh golem pieced together of dead gurions stares you down and roars. Roll for initiative. <gasps> well, this was eventful. I was, ho- I was hoping it was stuffed, like the museum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? Well, starting off with a natural 20. Nice. Ugh, a creepy museum. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it. I would have liked it. Like, I w- I'm really curious to go to the Muter Museum. The what museum? The Muter Museum. It's like a medical oddities museum. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Okay, get those initiatives. Roger rolled a 21. Uh, Sorry. Roger has a 21. Mm-hmm. Zenobia has an 18. 18. Vivian. 7. 7. And Renly. 9. 9. Okay. 
So Gary, can you describe what a Gurion looks like? Well, a, gri- a Gurion, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly. I'm just using the way that Grant does it on the uh, glass cannon. Right. Um, most of the time they look like these white gorillas with four arms. Mm. But this one is a flesh golem, so it's pieced together from parts of the Gurion. It's like even creepier. Mm-hmm. So, um, you didn't say it in, in the story, but um, when they walk in here, Ren, they carry. Okay. Well, Roderick, you are up first. Okay, so first I want to roll a Knowledge Arcana, see what I know about this guy. I rolled shit, that's a 13. <laughs> you know, it's a golem. Um, it's a golem that looks really, really strong. Uh, and it probably has the typical uh, construct traits and immunities. Yeah, remembering that the golem dog from before was immune to magic, he's learned his lesson on that one. And also knowing that they usually have some sort of damage reduction, he's going to open up by spending an arcane pool point to give his longsword an additional plus two magical enhancement, and then he's going to cast mirror image on himself. Very good. And he's going to flank off to the side. And how many images do you have? That is an excellent question. Let's find out. So it's a d4 plus two, two. So there's four images, so there's a total of five Rodericks. Five Rodericks. Very good. Uh, so you have a plus two weapon and five Rodericks? It's a total of plus three with the inherent magic on it. Ah, uh-huh, very good. Okay, uh, that'll bring us to Zenobia. Well, I'm going to take a five-foot step so I can take aim, and I'm going to fire with my longbow. She had to move because there's a huge cage in the way. Yes, yes but she only took a five-foot step so she could fire twice. Yeah, that's great. Big old thing. Yes, I'm going to do that instead of taking the time to study at this point. That's a whopping 14. That is a miss. That was the first one, and it's a minus five for the second hit. Six. That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it either. That's a double miss. Two misses. Two, Two arrows misses. fly by this creature. All right. It is now this creature's turn. Boo. So he is going to move over toward uh, Roderick and Zenobia. And he is going to try to claw at Roderick. What did I do? <laughs> There's multiple of you. He, he, you're more of a threat. He's not enjoying that? No. He doesn't like seeing quintuple. <laughs> <laughs> well, not doing well to start. Uh, that is a... Well, still. That's a 21 to hit. <laughs> if that's a low roll, I'm sad. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> yeah. That was a natural 6 Uh-oh. on the die. Oh, no. Oh, no. So now for one of the images... Do a d10. Nine and ten are Roderick. Roll a six, so one of your images is gone. Poof. But Roderick lives to fight another round. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was his turn. Next up is Renly. So Renly wants to do two things, but he can only do one thing. Um, so this first round, he is just going to uh, cast mirror image on himself so that three images so four of you total uh i rolled i rolled a uh two so it's two plus one so right yeah because you're fifth level yeah so there's four total renlies four total carries three three images and one real yes and then i will move about a third up the third way up the stairs, so on my way to the top. Trying to get a eagle eye view. Yes. This is terrifying. Yeah. Alrighty. Big. That was a big monster. 
Okay, that brings us to Vivian. Vivian is going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Yay. And she's going to attack with it. Crack die, which is sad because it was almost a 19. So, uh, 19 to hit. 19 misses. No. We're dead. We're so dead. We're so dead. This is bad, y'all. Okay, well, that makes it more clear what I'm going to do next turn. I'm going to whip out some other spells. So Vivian's going to stay where she is because she kind of has some battle tactics she wants to use next round. So she's just out of reach of the monster, um, but still close enough that she can move up to Zenobia and Roderick if she needs to. And she's very terrified about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my. Be careful. I love spiritual weapon. It's such a cool image mm-hmm. seeing, like, you know, I imagine like all silvery. The ghost glaive. Yeah. So I have a question. You said that the golem was immune to magic. Mm-hmm. That means we can't do like burning hands or something on it, correct? Correct. Oh, um, also that reminded me. What did you roll on your knowledge arcana? Knowledge arcana. What did you like? How high did you? Thirteen. Get? Let me see if I can get higher, Gary. Yeah. Okay. So that's twenty. Yay. Anything else to learn? All right. With the twenty, you know that this one does have dr five adamantine. <laughs> adamantine. So Rich Roderick never found that uh, adamantine weapon going through the museum? Nope. Renly, I need some more juice. <laughs> uh, it's got a reach of 10 feet. You can attack with all four claws and rend. Oh, no. Um, you know that it's primarily when in combat will focus on a single target trying to rend it apart with its claws. Ugh. Uh-oh. So at this moment, that's Roderick. Jeez. Oh, I'm so terrified. Well, none of that, uh, I don't have any good news for us, but, um, here's some more information. <laughs> and she <laughs> spills all that. <laughs> Renly, I need some more juice on the sword, please. In a minute. <laughs> it's not my turn. <laughs> Is it right, evil? Robert. Is it evil? Are golems evil? They usually don't have an, they're usually just neutral. I didn't think so. Yeah, it's neutral. <sighs> okay. Also has a really high AC. Yes. Yes. So, hearing about the adamantine, Roderick is actually going to delay till after Renly's turn, or Carrie's turn. Philip, do you know what Richard wants you to do on your turn now? Sing. And and what what power are you going to give us? Because I don't know. See, that's what I was, because you said magic doesn't hurt it, so I mean, I can't give it, like, flaming. Or you can. Or that will affect it. Unless it, has de- unless it has energy resistance, that will affect it. It's directly targeting spells that don't oh. So your glaive is okay. working because the glaive attacks as a weapon. Mm. A flaming weapon will work because you're not targeting the creature with a spell. You're just hitting it with fire, if that makes sense. No, but I believe you. <laughs> it's a little confused in the rules, but that's how it works. Yeah. Is there Magical any- effects on a, on a weapon still work because it's the weapon that's attacking. I, I, yeah. I can I I uh, stretch my imagination for the logic of it. It would now be, since you're delaying, Zenobia's turn. Alrighty. So I am going to quick draw my mace and my shield. So, and engage in combat. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> this time I am going to study. Because this thing's AC is high. Well, we need the yeah. extra help to hit yeah, it. Yeah, you're definitely going to want to do that. So, so only one attack this round, but then it's studied until the combat's over. <sighs> yes. Or we're all dead. Either way, dead. the combat yeah. will be over. <laughs> yes, either way. So, heavy mace. Here we go. Going to hit. Oh, <laughs> no. I must have Roddy's dice. That's an 11. I miss. Oh, man. So oh, you, total? She rolled a 2. Yeah. What's happened to your Ooh, dice? 12. She's rolled a 2, a 4, and then a 2. This is not looking good. Switching, What's happened to Zenobia? Switching, switching dice. Don't roll it yet. <laughs> no. Resetting this one. So her turn's over. Okay. This is reset. Okay. Yeah, my turn's over. It's like, god damn. 
We won't survive if Zenobia's not rolling well. No. That's just what it comes down to. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a number that low come from Zenobia. <laughs> I don't have anything anything left to do, right? Nope. Nope. That was your turn. Okay. Um, well, it is now the monster's turn, and uh, oh, no. he is going to do four attacks on Roderick. Oh. Goes, oh. <laughs> I'm so scared. First attack. It's a natty 19. <gasps> <laughs> so is that like a 47? That would be a 34. I was oh, close. So, yeah, not that bad. It's not as bad as a 47. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> I don't want Roger to die. One of your images is gone. Okay. Oh, th- thank God. I forgot you passed cast that on out. you. So this is enough to help me survive one round. Uh, second attack. It's an Addy 16. I mean, it doesn't really matter. You're going to hit with anything except well, a two or a one, I think. Actually, you'd even hit on a two. It's just a one. <laughs> there are three of you left. Mirror image doing his job. Mm-hmm. We need it. D6. Need one more Five image. And six hits Roderick. That's a three, so oh. he's gone. All right, so he can't rend you this round. Well, he still has two claws. Oh, dang. Is this the bite? Is this the first one? No, it's just I had four images, two claws hit images, so now I have two images. I thought I thought we were on the third claw. I got excited. Let's see if this is an image or you. Rolling percentile die. 51 or higher is Roderick. Below 50 and below is an image. It's Roderick. 20. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, well, I'm out of images, guys. Well, he's not out of... I mean, he's out of the Rendwoods, right? He's out of... Yeah. Out of the Rendwoods. But now, this last attack will definitely be on Roderick. And it'll definitely hit. This thing is going to kill whoever it attacks in a single round, and we've done no damage to it. Uh... Well, does an 18 hit? Yes, it does. <laughs> That's super low. Uh. That, that was a natural three. And that is 10 points of damage to Roderick. Oh, my goodness. That that actually could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah, we don't actually know how much damage this thing does. Most of its damage might come out of its friend. Ugh. But, yeah. So scary. Is there any way we can set up a flame? Working on it. We need it to target Zenobia. (laughs) (laughs) Roderick needs to get out of there so it can target Zenobia. Mm -hmm. Now, Roderick's in a place where he can't escape. Mm. Typical Roderick. Can he recast mirror image? I'd have to roll a concentration check. It's risky. Mm. Hey, Renly, it is your turn. Uh, well, it's time for Renly to sing. So Renly is going Yay. to sing yes. his uh, raging song, and that raging song is going to give flaming to everybody's weapons. Well, not not yours, uh, Vivian, because I can't do it on the spiritual weapon. I can't. It could be on your melee weapon that you're holding. Okay. Actually, I think I'll put it on my bow. Your crossbow. Or my crossbow, I mean. Okay. She ain't okay. getting up in there. <laughs> she ain't getting up in there. <laughs> You've got 50 rounds of ammo that are enchanted. Cool. Thank you. Good job, Renly. Or, or Carrie. Good job. Sing it. Sing it, girl. <laughs> so Carrie and her uh, crew of three mirror carries are going to also, you know, fly up a little bit. In a cool dance um, number? Yes. And, and yes, it's very single ladies um, right in the area. It's just out of reach here. Laser show happening. It's awesome. I can see it. Which is, yeah, it's just off of the stairs. Um, so he, he, uh, so Carrie basically just wanted to get a jumping start into the air. I like See, it. I, I'm kind of imagining, um, like the end of Beetlejuice when she's like levitating in the air doing her, the dance. <laughs> yeah. But like Lady Marmalade style, <laughs> like 
Strawberry Cabaret. What wonderful music to die to. <laughs> yeah, it's empowering. It's like, you know, it's like those scenes in an anime. It's like, da 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 Uplifted. Yes. 80s synthesizer. This is the second time you've made an anime reference that makes no sense to me. What anime are you watching? I don't know. It's the anime in my head because I don't really watch anime. <laughs> Stop <laughs> talking. Evangelion. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah, she know what you mentioned. <laughs> anyway. That's the, that's the song that's playing in my head. Anyway. So Roderick uh, is going to take his turn now? Yep. Go ahead. All right. So Roderick is going to take a five-foot step a little bit to the east, trying to set up a flank for Zenobia. And I think the creature is flanked now because you can draw a line between me and Zenobia through the creature. So, all right. So Roderick is now in a position to flank with Zenobia, with his creature. And he's going to swing with his now plus four enhanced through his own magic and Renly's magic. Longsword at the creature. Come on, Roderick, don't F it up. Natural 19, critical threat. Oh! There you go. Good, good, good. Don't fuck it up. Roll to confirm this baby. Natural 15 to confirm that is a 26. Actually, 28 with the flank. That is a confirmed crit. Oh, yeah. Yes! Cards. Crit card, crit card, crit card. And Come since on, this Roderick. is a construct, a lot of these probably won't apply. Let's have a... It explodes. Crit that card. Wonderful. Terrible gash. Double damage and one charisma drain. So it probably doesn't have charisma. Or, or does it? Probably doesn't matter if it does. Yeah, but double damage, that's what we want. Yeah, so I'm going to roll this damage. Ooh, I rolled real good. Yeah, you did. That is 20 points of slashing damage and two points of fire from the fire enhancement. Okay, so 22 points of damage total. Yep, and the weapon counts as adamantine because it's currently sitting on a plus four enhancement. That is correct. Wow. So that all goes through. Ooh. That's something. Ooh. So Roger got a good good hit on. He says, thank you, Carrie. Okay. And that'll bring us to Vivian. Vivian is going to cla- class. Vivian is going to cast Bless on the party. Good, 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 good. So that's going to give everyone an extra, and this includes everyone, including Carrie, um, a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects, which I don't think is going to come into play. Oh, I'm afraid counts. of this thing. <laughs> what, Richard? Every point counts. Yeah. Um, and that's going to last the whole battle. So, uh, she's going to cast that, and then Spiritual Weapon's going to go. Ugh, Spiritual Weapon misses. This has been a repeating theme. Yeah, it's just there to distract, but it doesn't, so. Yeah, yes. She's trying. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel happy, a little happier inside. Feel blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> I, saw a, okay. I saw a t-shirt the other day that was like, I pray in heels, or something like that, and I was like, <laughs> like Vivian like might yeah, I was like, Vivian might wear that. That might be a, a Shaylin sh- shirt. <laughs> yeah, but it was... Well, hold on. Would it spell it H-E-E-L-S or H-E-A-L-S? It was E-E-L-S, like high heels. I didn't really... I didn't... Oh, for Vivian? Yeah, thanks for following me. I'm sorry. Because she prays in heels. Got it. Praise and heels. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke, Noel. Got you got it. Um, we're in the year 2020, not a TV show. <laughs> this has been a day for Noel. Yeah. The, the pregnancy brain's taken over, y'all. It's okay. We're going to die in this combat, so it's fine. <laughs> All right. To everyone All else, right. I'm done. So that'll bring us to Zenobia. I'm going to try and hit it again with my mace. My yeah. magic mace. Now you can do two attacks, and what's her what's her bonus up to? You have an additional plus two on top of your normal bonus. One from Renly Song, one from Bless. And you are flanking, too. And you are flanking, so another plus two. We need everything we can get. So 
my total adjustment is going to be plus 14 on the first hit. Mm-hmm. And then plus 9 on the second. Plus 9 on the second. Yes. Go, Zenobia. We need you to come through. No pressure. Oh, that's bad. natural. 19. That's going to hit. <laughs> and that is D6. That's a plus six. And it should be... Nine. Yep. Anything so, for any of the modifications? Yes, another plus one for Melisson. Ten. Yeah. So ten points on the mace. Ten and then, points on the mace. And then fire damage. That's a four. Points of fire. Points of fire. And then eleven points of you, damage you because of the... For, for sneak attack. For the sneak Sorry. attack. Do I get the sneak attack yeah. bonus by, twice? She gets sneak attack bonus every time she's in a flank. Yes. So if you hit on the second one, you get sneak attack too. Excellent. Yeah. So okay. Yep. So, so we had a we had ten points of damage on the mace, four points of fire damage, mm-hmm. plus an additional eleven points of damage for the sneak attack oh. on the first hit. Yeah. So and that eleven goes with the first. What was it? Not uh, ten. Ten. Yeah. So that all only counts as one hit against the damage reduction. Okay. So that's so a sneak attack is great on this. So because because it's going to go down five points from whatever the total was, eleven plus ten is twenty one. Yeah. Minus five. Yeah, 21 minus five, so 16. I don't think I understood Don't that, worry about it. Whatever. Gary's got it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, second hit. Roll good. Plus nine modifier. And that's 21. 12 plus nine. 21. 21 misses. Oh. Damn, this guy's tough. Good thing the first one hit. Mm, that was hi, a good hit. Hi, that AC, he hit. said. <laughs> good. Yeah. That was swell. Okay. I'll bring us to the creature's turn. He's still focused on Roderick because that's what he does. No, Roderick, you gotta get out of there. He's trying. First attack. Uh, that's gonna hit. It's a natural seven. Um, uh. Let me see how many hit first before I roll damage. Fail, Gary. Crit fail. Second attack's a natty nineteen. So that's Ren. Third attack. It's another hit. That's a natural five. So that's twenty. Fourth attack. Natty fifteen. Okay, so four hits. Two runs. You only get one run. Oh, you only get one run? Yeah. Good. That is 53 points of damage to Roderick. Oh! Are you still standing? Nope, Roderick is unconscious and dying. Mm. Not by very much. He's only negative two. But he's at least no longer a target. (laughs) Well, that's good. That makes me feel better. Yeah. You could take it more. I can. All right. So he's knocked one one combatant down. Uh, Renly. Renly is very. He doesn't know what to do because all he has is little his little chakram, but he doesn't feel confident that it's gonna hit. What spells do you have? These spells don't work on him, right? Because I've got like ear piercing scream. That would be a spell that wouldn't work on him, right? So are you actually asking for advice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Court of Shards is another spell that I have, but again... So, does Renly have any ability to heal at all? No. Okay. No healing. Well, that that knocks that out. Yeah. Do you, do you have a Tanglefoot bag on you? <laughs> I have grease. Yeah. Yeah. Grease him. Grease him. Grease the floor. Okay. So, yeah, then that's what he'll do. He is going to... He's going to have to move up just a little bit. He's above the cage. And he's going to cast Grease down on the floor. Okay. I believe that would be a reflex save for me to keep standing. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty low DC. Yeah, it's going to be DC 13. But he'll have to roll it every round. No, just the first. No. Well, that is mm-hmm. a 
That's not a true. total of a six. <laughs> so he falls, bro. He falls. Oh, thank you. So the, this creature is prone. That's a big difference. That'll bring us to Roderick's turn. Roderick <laughs> is going to roll to stabilize. Natural 13, so it's a success. So Roderick is unconscious and stable. At least you're not dying. Yeah, at least I'm not dying. And he can turn his t- attention to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, Vivian. Vivian's going to rush up to Roderick. You can't do that without provoking an attack. Oh, shit, I can't. Nope. Well, that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> Vivian's, Vivian's really freaking out with Roderick going down. So she's going to cast Bull Strength on Zenobia. Ooh, yeah. what does that add? So that gives you an additional plus two to your attack and damage. And plus 20 to your AC. <laughs> No, that's next turn. So does it add plus two to the fire damage? No. 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 Just to the mace damage. damage. It basically increases your strength, so you're, you hit harder. Yeah, so bull strength, you know, you've, you've, Zenobia's always boiling. She's always simmering. Yes. This, like, basically puts her over <laughs> over the boil. She's got some more energy surging through her, and she's raging like a bull. And uh, she's going to do a useless attack with her spiritual weapon. Yep, useless. When he's prone, isn't that lower his AC? Yeah, it does. Lowers AC to melee attacks by four. Well, I, I still don't think a 13's going to do it. No, that's... That <laughs> and I have been switching dice. Each. <laughs> Let's try this one. Okay. So that'll bring us back around to Zenobia. <gasps> Can she do a great... Coup de grace, coup de grace, coup de grace. No, he's not unconscious. He's, he's just on he's the ground. He's not helpless. He's just on the ground. I'm still going to pound him. Yep. And he has a negative four penalty to his AC. I mm. like it. Here we go. Ooh. And that's a 17 on the dice plus uh, 60. That's a 33 to hit. <laughs> I would hit even if he was standing up. Yes. How, I like it when he's like laying it? down. Though. Yeah, how do you like it when we get into the 30s? So no sneak attack damage this time because you're not flanking. Okay, 1d8. Plus 6. That's a s- minimum. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a 7 on the hit, the first hit. 7, seven with the mace and then the fire damage is... Four on the fire damage. And so now your second attack. My second attack. Okay. Oh, shit. That's going to be a miss, I think. Um, Nine, uh, plus 13. 13 is definitely a miss. Even prone. Mm. Even prone. But you're going get to get a attack of opportunity when he tries to stand up. Yes. Okay. Well, it is the creature's turn, so he is going to stand up. Which will provoke from Zenobia. What's the bonus on that for the attack? It's her highest bonus, as if it was her first attack in a round. 26. That's a hit. <gasps> Yay. Yes. Real good damage. That's the hard part, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's my 1d8. Mm-hmm. Plus. Fire damage is still yeah. functional. Mm-hmm. Plus 7. So Plus that's six. a 7. Plus 6. 13. 12 points of bludgeoning damage. 1 point of fire damage. Very good. Yay. Never Maybe by the time we stop this, I'll finally get the scoring right. <laughs> I doubt it, though. <laughs> well, this grease thing seems to be working, really. Just keep doing that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like it a lot. Uh, well, the creature is now stood up, so he is going to do his um, attacks on Zenobia. This is not full round, though. He doesn't get all four, does he? Yeah, he'd only get one because he had to use a move action to stand up. Like, still going to attack. Yep. Yeah, no, I was just wondering how many she got. I was afraid of Rend. <laughs> Second, we lose our second melee character. <laughs> that was a 24 to hit. Just hits. Nine points of damage on a claw. 
Randley, this is an awesome tactic. Thanks, I thought it all all by myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that brings us to Renly. Okay, so what Renly is going to do is, since he's got Grease cast and that monster is going to be slow to move because of it, he's going to go ahead and and, uh, use his enhanced weapon and throw the silver chakram. Okay, 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 that's good. That's good, 17 plus 18 plus 19 from Mm. Vivian, and then plus 6 because of just the regular stuff that it gets. So is that enough? 25, right? 25. 25 hits. Yay. He was doing the math, and then he's like, I give up. (laughs) Can't do above 20. It's some numbers. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I basically put all the change on the counter and said, how much can I buy for this? (laughs) (laughs) Who who hasn't done that? Good job, Renly. You hit. Okay, so it is... Not so good. Uh, Two plus... One is three, plus the magic is four. Does bless give me attack? No. Uh, okay, so four. So no damage. The, the, the fire damage, four. At least have good. that. Good, good, good. At least have the four fire damage. Four fire damage, but no damage from the chakram itself. Because it's not adamantine or magical? Mm-hmm. It's or, not adamantine. What is magical? It's magical, it doesn't have a high enough DR. Uh, That's why not all your damage is going through. Okay. Uh, Roderick is unconscious but stable on the floor. What's he thinking about while he's in his unconscious state? Well, we've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> New monster. Yeah, it's time to he's, he's unconscious. He's erasing the number on the, it's been this many days since you've been. <laughs> Zero days since Roderick has been unconscious and dying. <laughs> he's like, man, I really had a record going there of like six days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Vivian. Vivian is going to channel. Yay. Got him up to 3d6. That's awesome. That's good. Well, let's see how good it is. It's good. Yay. Well, 12 points of healing. Awesome. And then useless attack with spiritual weapon. It's got to hit someday. Okay. Okay. Uh, seven. No, that's not going to hit. 17. <laughs> I was like, really excited. I was like, nope, nope. That's that's not right. <laughs> what are you talking about? I hit a 10. I was happy to get double numbers on the die. <laughs> you could have been rolling awful with that thing. I know. But anyways, Roderick uh, is conscious now, and he's on the floor. And mercifully, the creature has changed targets. Correct. Um, okay. That brings us back around to Zenobia. Going to hit again. And Attack. I still have these same modifications, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Attack number one. So that's a 28. It's a 12 on the dice. Very nice. 16, 28. That's a hit. Goes Zenobia. So that's a 7. On the die, on the, yes. On the die. 7 on a d8 is good. Plus 6, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 13 on the d8. Nice. And then the fire. Fire. Only a 2 on the fire, but every point counts. Sure does. Second attack. Second attack. Yeah. That's hit. also a hit. That's a 14 on the dice. Plus 16. That's a 30. That's a hit. It'd be 25 because it's a second attack. But Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Minus 5. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 25 so Yeah. Great. Great, great, great. Barely. So it's a 6 on the dice. Nice. Plus. 6. 6. So 12 on the dice. So 12 physical damage. And three fire damage. Three fire. Very good. That's the first time my second hit has uh, engaged. (laughs) 
It all matters a lot. Yes. You got this thing looking weak. Oof. Oh, man. This is brutal. Yeah. But weak is in bloodied or weak is in weak? Weak as in you've done a lot of damage to it. Mm-hmm. No, weak as in Zenobia has done a lot of damage to it. You, everyone has done their job. <laughs> I, Roderick had a nice critical one. Roderick did have the crit, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Roderick did his job, which is run in and die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vivian did her job, which is Blade. keep Roderick alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's going to go for four attacks on Zenobia. And here's where we lose Zenobia. Mm-hmm. First attack. So 24. Hits. Uh, 25 for the second attack. Also hits. So we have a rend. Third attack. That'll miss with a 20. Yes. Ooh. And fourth attack. With a natural one. Ooh, 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 ooh fumble. Or Got a name? against Roderick. <laughs> so that's a 26, so not a confirmed fumble. <laughs> no fumble. Come on, Gary. Do but better. Two hits and a rend. Two hits and a rend. No, do worse. Do worse. I meant do better at being bad. That's what I meant. It's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> so is it bite, bite, claw, claw, or claw, claw? Uh, claw, claw, rend. Claw, That's claw. what you're facing. Claw, claw, pull you apart. 28 points of damage. Could have been worse. Could have been 51. Yes. Yes, it could have. That higher AC helps you out a bit. Yeah, a bit. I mean, I would have loved to have shield up, but this room was way too small for me to cast both shield and mirror image before mm-hmm. this thing was right on my nose. I nuts. think mirror image mm-hmm. was the wise wise choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you even rolled above a 21 on basically every attack anyway, Gary. Yep. So it wouldn't have really made a huge difference. Mm-mm. But that 22 points of damage made a bigger difference, so I think I made the right call. For sure. Okay. So that'll bring us back around to Renly. Renly is going to move because of the you know the whole uh, hover checks and whatnot. Gotta fly to half your speed. At half my speed, I can yeah. still get to this flanking position with Zenobia, right? Um, I think so. I mean, you could fly in any any pattern. It's just you got to fly half your speed. Yeah, no, so you could zigzag okay. or do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, if if it's half my speed, that's ten feet. So okay, I can so still you, get there. Yeah. So you're drawing your melee weapon at this point. No, I'm going to cast a returning weapon, which has a, excuse me, it's got a 30-foot radius, so I can get the weapon to come back to me. Well, then you're not flanking if you don't have a melee weapon. Fine, I'll pull out my halberd. (laughs) Plus, you'd have to roll a concentration check to cast the spell within range of the creature. This is great, you're poking him with a stick from above. Matt never antagonizes gorillas. I I have a question. I was going to, actually, the feat that I was hemming and hawing about was death from above but yeah, that I didn't cool. take it but you were wrong mm-hmm. so since I'm I'm not doing that since I am moving drawing my weapon I can attack with my halberd right sure can so but it's not magical is the thing but the most important thing is giving Zenobia the flanking bonus <laughs> yes yes that, that is the most important thing. help her get through that so, DR nope that ain't gonna do it that's a natural two a lot of twos today it's not even Tuesday. <laughs> it's not even Tuesday. <laughs> hey, it's hurt. Tuesday somewhere. <laughs> no, it's not. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> Actually, in fact. Not how time zones work. <laughs> I was talking about somebody's going to be listening to this podcast on a Tuesday. Oh, go- okay. Yeah, sure you were, Roger. <laughs> I thought you were bringing up that uh, you know dimension where time runs backwards or something. Mm-hmm. And it might be Tuesday there. Point. Nope, this one is the shout out to the guy listening to this on a Tuesday. Thumbs up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't roll a two. To the Tuesdays. 
Um, okay. So it is Roderick's turn. Okay, Roderick. Roderick is conscious. He has some hit points. He's going to, on the floor, cast his healing hex on himself, which is a supernatural ability and thus does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Gotta roll good. Gotta roll good. Roll bad. <laughs> 11 points. <laughs> we healed some. So I have a question about that. If he's only focused on one target at a time, does he take attacks of opportunity on other creatures? I was wondering about that. Yeah, I I would imagine he still would because it's not taking away from his ability to target Zenobia. It's just he's taking an opportunity that's open. Mm -hmm. But seeing that a single attack doesn't do as much, Roderick is going to take the risky move and stand up and provoke, which is guaranteed to hit. 25. That's it. (laughs) 10 points of damage. Okay. As long as this thing keeps hitting Zenobia, we should be okay. But Roderick is doing his best to try to take it down before it takes us down. How likely do you think he has multiple attacks of opportunity? I would say low, because this creature has a low reflex save, as we've seen. Okay. That's just rank speculation, though. Mm-hmm. So Roderick heals himself, stands up, takes some damage. Nearly as much damage as he healed, but he's up. Are you back in flanking as well? Yes, back in flanking. So I'm being flanked. I can. I have a flank going from multiple directions. Mm-hmm. Does not result in multiple flanks, but I understand that. But it means if you go down again, I still have a. Yeah, flank. don't worry. You're going to go down first, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. I thought you were going to uh, heal me. Vivian. Vivian's going to channel again. <laughs> oh, she will heal you. <laughs> this is the priority right now. Thirteen. Thank you. Oh, and useless spiritual weapon. A natural 18. That's going to hit this time. Yeah, so... Be a 24. Mm-hmm. 24 hits exactly. Oh, yeah. all right. We know the AC. What is my damage? Just Guess kidding. what, boys? That's force damage. Okay. Oh, oh it's so D10. It's I forgot. Yay. So it's gonna go, all going to go through? <laughs> all going to go through. So 1D8 plus 1 per 3 class to levels. So that's... 1D8 plus 2. Okay. 1D8 plus 2... It's such an easy math, and I had totally paused for a moment. Five points of damage, so nothing goes through. No, it's force damage. It goes oh, through. Oh, right. So it goes through. We just went over this. I just said that. You just said it in three points. Of f- no, no fire. Just force damage. I'm done. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go home, Noah. Is there any benefit of me moving in to cause another flank? <laughs> no, you can't anyway. Okay, cool. Great. I would move like, closer so that you can get between your, the two... Uh, I don't want to call them tanks, but, you know, our melee fighters so that you could just reach out and Our flesh heal. shields? Yeah. I think she's best channeling from where she is right yes. now. That's her best. I don't want her hit. Yeah, that's the big problem. Is it, <laughs> she can't survive. Because in addition to bringing me back up, she's keeping Zenobia at full so that Zenobia doesn't go down. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. As close to full as she can. All right. And speaking of Zenobia, it's Zenobia's turn. Yay. Gonna hit again. Flanky, flanky. Flanky, flanky. Okay. Oh. It's the Zenobia show. Oh, and that's a 15 yeah. plus 16. 31. 31. <laughs> yes. So, now you got your sneak attack. So, roll your D8 with your sneak attack damage. And add it all together. Okay. D8 and my 2D6. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh, good so, damage. That's a max damage, 8. So that's 8 plus 6, 6 plus 5, so that's 8 plus 11, 19, plus 6, 25. Yeah, 25. That's it. Plus, plus the fire. So that's 25 points of physical damage. 25 points of physical damage. 
Now we got the and fire. And fire damage. Oh, five points of fire damage. Ooh, she oh, rolled good so hit. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Finally. And then my second hit. Second hit. Well, don't worry about the don't worry about the second attack because he is dead. Yeah. Ah, yay! Ah, Zenobia reigns supreme. Yep. Ugh. So Carrie. Good time for that to finally. Yes. That was excellent. Having fire damage really made a difference for me. Well, that worked again. <laughs> good good teamwork, everyone. And Vivian pulls out her wand of cure light wounds and is poking Roderick and uh, Zenobia. Um, how far down are you? 33. You're down 33? Yeah. Good God. I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still sticking with the wand. Okay, so w- Vivian used several charges on the wand, and we are back up to full. We are down to, tw- we're down to 21 charges. Good thing we'll you- have to buy another wand. <laughs> well, good thing you have innate healing, too. we got to yes. get what we can out of that wand. Yes. Thank you again for uh, keeping me alive. Good teamwork, everyone. Exactly. I think you can lose a little skull on his his little character. <laughs> but I thought you wanted to keep it for good measure. <laughs> it's very goth. I'm just I'm just feeling it right now. It's the mark of the pirate pregnant pirate lady. <laughs> because, well, because he goes unconscious almost every fight. He just carries it with him, and then when he falls unconscious, he just reaches out and puts it out beside him. <laughs> just puts it on his forehead. Like, and here we go again. Roderick, I am very concerned by how often you go out unconscious in battle. Yes. Well, the way it, the way I see it, it's either me or Zenobia. And I tend to go first for some reason. That's very He's got brave. battle narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very brave of you, but I think you always need a healer around you. And I'm glad you were here. Cue romantic music. Carrie rolls her eyes. <laughs> I think I'd like to keep you around, he says as he's poking at this monstrosity on the ground with a sword. <laughs> Who is he talking to? His sword, the monster, yeah. or, or Vivian? It's very clear, unclear. I have to say, everyone... I'm not sure I'm going to like this Count Man if we meet him. I, I can't say I approve of all his uh, hobbies. Do you even think he's still alive? It looks like maybe his creations may have gotten to him. Yes, I don't know. I think Kerry makes a fine point. I think something's gone wrong. Explosion in the alchemy lab, monsters running loose. Mm. Well, there were <laughs> trolls and... And whisperings of the careless whisper. What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> the, the careless Sacrum. whisper cult. <laughs> Whistling gypsies. <laughs> they carry they carry saxophones. <laughs> One of the requirements for membership is you have to be able to play the saxophone. <laughs> aren't, aren't the whistling cowboys in one of the one of the cartoons we read? What what are they called? Whispering way. <laughs> Whispering way. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. Like <laughs> Carol's whisper totally wiped it from my mind. And this is why we are leaving the podcast because Noel is becoming progressively more useless. I am um, whistling cowboys, not whispering cowboys. I was look. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I was reaching in the fridge for some like lemon juice, and I grabbed the mustard bottle. And I was like looking at it, I was like, "That's not what I want." <laughs> it's yellow. Like tea tastes weird. <laughs> what are these what, why are there lumps in my tea <laughs> I um I put cherry I bought cherries and I put them in the freezer to make them a little cold because we we're having guests come over and then I totally forgot about it and, and so now just froze and now they're mush <laughs> so this has been life with Noel the past few months I, c- I can feel my brain cells leaving me like just slowly it's crazy they're just busy my <laughs> mother started putting eggs in drawers <laughs> where did I put the egg She'd find it in a drawer. And I mean, I'm prone to this anyway. Like, yeah. I, I have a memory when I was a kid of, like, putting the cereal box in the fridge and, like, staring at it. Like, why am I doing like, this? Like, that's not where that goes. <laughs> like, I remember looking like, this picture's wrong. What's wrong with it? Oh, I put cereal in the fridge. And I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only person who's accidentally thrown their clothes in the trash instead of the hamper. <laughs> 
yeah. that that's not where that goes <laughs> never done that i've never I've, thrown my clothes i've thrown dishes away <laughs> it's the same same yeah. circuit especially when you're you're used to using like paper plates for a while then you have something on a, a real, a real plate, plate yeah and you just go throw the whole plate in the, and, the you're, and then you're just like man <laughs> uh, yeah. we're all a little bit pregnancy brain sometimes <laughs> Well, that was a brutal encounter. What a, what a terrifying monster. Yes. Man. That was a fun one for me. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay. Like, you took me down in round two. Oh. And, and, and I mean, you had the magic on you. It would have yeah. been so much worse if you didn't. Yep. That was, that was, the, that was the plan. Mirror image. That's the Cast one. mirror image. Use mirror image to delay enough time for us to get some hits in. And Carrie continues to kick ass. Yes. yes. So, yay, all of us. I, I am happy with the... the, uh, the, the keening not the keening but the 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 magical enhancements i can now do yeah it's super fun it's it's huge you you finally hit that rewarding point in the uh your character's starting to come together the scald levels yeah yeah um it's just a shame that i've got the witch that that delayed it uh whole level yeah penalty of multi-classing you gotta you gotta make the sacrifices necessary for your character development yeah right so let's look around this room yes let's do roderick starts looking around Ooh, perceptions, perceptions. It's a good roll. It's a 26. Vivian doesn't see anything. 19. 23. 26 is the highest. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, So with that, looking around, you don't see a ton kind of in this this room. You, You notice that the books and pages kind of strewn all over the floor was probably done by this creature. Uh, kind of berserking, going on a rampage. You notice the bars on the cage are bent, but it, they weren't big enough for him to get through. You also notice that the cage was opened. Hmm. So it was definitely that he was let out of this cage. Somebody did this on purpose. Oh, dear. Mm-mm-mm. I thought they, he broke out. Oh, my goodness. And, Roderick, as you continue to look around, you do notice that on the back of the main doors that you came in, there's... A parchment with like a mundane dagger stuck in it. Hmm. Roderick reads said parchment. Okay. Because of the beast going on this rampage, some of it is hard to make out, but it does mention something called the Bond Slave Thrall. The Bond Slave Thrall? That sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, I just assumed so. <laughs> but it, it, you can kind of make out bits and pieces of. It's something that is used to control constructs. Mm. Well, this pa- this parchment here says something about the bond slave thrall, which has something to do with controlling constructs. <laughs> is this a scroll? Do I know what a bond slave thrall is? Going knowledge no. on that? None of you have ever heard of that one. But is this a magical scroll, Roderick? No, this is just a piece of paper. Okay. This. I wonder if this has to do with... Obviously, we're dealing with a, a large amount of constructs here, but I wonder if this is related to whatever's given Horus his consciousness. I think it might be whatever took him over and made him attack the library. Mm. Mm. Yes. Well, if and when we see Horus, we should bring this to his attention. We haven't seen him yet, though. I hope he made it. I'm very distressed. We've gone through so much of this place. Where is everybody? Yes, and I would say we've seen no sign of him, but it's hard to t- tell sign of anything in this room with this creature here destroying everything. Precisely. Well, I don't see anything else of note in this room, so I suppose up on up through the tower. Yes. So we head okay. on up the stairs. Head up the stairs into the next level of this tower. Zenobia first. Um, 
<laughs> of course. So you make your way up to the second level of this tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a room very similar to the one you were just in. It's another circular room uh, with a stone staircase curving along the wall uh, to another door up in the ceiling. This room, however, is full of webs. No. Pass. No. Mm. No. Pass. I'm done. You I know, quit. I was just thinking we haven't fought enough spiders in this adventure yet. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Pathfinder loves their spiders. Spider pig. Spider pig. Sorry, we did mean to interrupt you, Gary, but we're done, so you may continue. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So you kind of wait, wait around for a minute, and nothing seems to be in here. You don't hear any sounds or anything like that. Nothing to... To say that there's a creature in here. No eight-foot spiders climbing down the wall? No. Nothing that's going to kill, you know, witches that wander into spider nests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you, roll natural, when you roll natural 20s and you fail four fortitude saves in a row. Hi, mm-hmm. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Roderick is going to per- see what he can perceive in this room. It's not bad. It's a 25. Okay. Um... I rolled a natural one. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a natural one. I rolled above 20, but Where's less than the 25. Door. <laughs> well, with the 25, you're able to see along one of the walls, there are some faint, like, chalk markings. It's on the eastern side of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, the writing and some of the, the images that you can make out are similar to the the page about the bond slave thrall that you had found downstairs. But it looks like these writings were basically trying to be erased. Hmm. Somebody wrote them on the wall and wiped them off. Why are people writing about the bond slave thrall on the wall? I'm confused. None of them look like Horace's handwriting, do they? No, none of it looks like Horace's. Okay. Horace writes in stick figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have any of you seen um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah. He writes like Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. are you trying to tell me? <laughs> so uh, this is anyone... thrall on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that anything like Elf on the Shelf? Uh, yeah. Doors that way, Mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, does anyone have linguistics? No, I do. Man, my other character had linguistics. Project does not. Oh, a linguistics check. All right. It's sixteen plus nine. Ooh, good roll, Ren. Ooh, so twenty-five. Okay. Oh, I have linguistics so you... too. No way, it's going to be that good. Natural one. Thank you for wasting all of our time. <laughs> Sorry, I was just excited that I had linguistics. <laughs> so with that, you were able to Renly decipher a bit more of what was written on the wall. It's mostly less about what well, the words that were written and more of the images. You see a crude chalk diagram depicting the iron spire at the top of the tower, and there are two weird apparatuses at the pinnacle of it. Hmm. Um, An arrow points to the larger of the two devices, and next to it says the words, the storm caller must be activated to energize the bond slave thrall. So I relay this information, and I relay it with, because at first I thought that maybe Horus wrote this, but I don't want to be rude, but I don't think that <laughs> do you think the master wrote this stuff? Maybe. They're clearly instructions. Do we know what a storm caller is? I think it's a lightning bolt. Lightning rod. I think I it's those two things at the top of the spire. Is there a knowledge we could rule? <clears throat> mm, you could try it, but you probably wouldn't know anything about these. That seems rude. That's very hipstery of you. You probably wouldn't know it. You probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> This seems like very experimental technology. My, what I'm pondering is if this is 
Horace's master that's created this, or someone else? Maybe someone that worked with him? Maybe, but I think you're right on your initial um, speculation that this may have something to do with how Horace was created. Mm -hmm. But I think that whatever created him might be what's also being abused to control him. Yes. I'm trusting his creator less and less the more we walk through these holes. Indeed, just because Horace trusts him doesn't mean it's it's true. I think it may more be the case that the creator's dead and his work is being used by others. That's very possible. Mm. Certainly possible. About that time, as you're discussing what's the Stormcaller, what's a Bond Slave Thrall, all of this, right in front of you, this little tiny creature up just appears out of nowhere, and Hello? he's holding a ring in his hand, and he puts it kind of in a pocket. Oh! Hello! Hey, Bilbo? He looks... <laughs> Come on, that was good. That was good. Uh, meh. <laughs> Turn in a hero card for that. <laughs> he looks beaten and kind of broken. He's very injured and he he looks at you with kind of these helpless eyes and somebody mentions mentions Horace and he he points and kind of does this weird pantomime that kind of looks like he's walking like Horace mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very clumsily bring us in walk with his hands out in front of him exactly <laughs> <laughs> but he he'll he'll, he'll do that and say, he'll point to you and then point to his head. We walk give Horace a, into your head. Give me a sense motive check on him. All right. Uh, okay, so I just rolled my die and it landed on another die perfectly. And I was like, I'm going to count it as a crack die, but I rolled the exact same number both times. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Roger rolled a 15. I a 20, 22. I had a 15. Yeah, I have a 15 as well. So Rinley is the one that is able to kind of guess more of his intentions. He is basically asking you if you know the beast. Oh. Yes, we, 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 he's our friend. We, we saved his life earlier. Um, he was going to be charged. It was this whole thing. Um, do you know where he's at? And he just shakes his head sadly for a second. But then he puts a, a, a finger up and he points to the chalk markings on the wall. And so- he, he points to the the chalk markings and then does the image of the beast again. Oh, so it was Horace. So I did draw these. I told you. And Horace loves drawing in chalk. <laughs> no, and he goes, this is for the beast. These are instructions on how to control him. And he jumps up and down excitedly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ren- Renly, this creature looks friendly. To me it does. I mean, we're, we have this rapport uh, that you guys just don't have with him. What is this creature? <laughs> Roderick, so <laughs> Roderick cautiously reaches out a hand and uh, uses his healing hex on the creature if the creature accepts it. Yeah, I was going to do it. that. Roderick does it at no cost, so I rolled real high. It's, uh, 21 points of healing on him. Okay. So sort of like cautiously like, let me help you out here. Let me, let me help. There, there. Do constructs do take healing the same way? No. Ooh. So it, it doesn't do anything. Oh, does, does mending work? <laughs> Let's consult the rules. Let's waste a lot of time on it. No, it does not heal ah, creatures, right. including constructs. Mending so when constructs take damage, they're damaged. Mending doesn't heal it. There are higher level spells <clears throat> that can heal it, but okay. mending does not Something make whole. Like mm. yeah. Oh dear, I'm sorry. I don't have anything to heal you. I tried. Shrugs. So he's a so. What is this creature? He's a con- Yeah, what does he look like? Um, you know what I imagine? Did anybody see the original She-Ra cartoon? No. No. Oh, I mean, okay, good. <laughs> so th- there's this little um, little sprite kind of thing. Uh, it's small. Its name is Loki, and it it told the moral of the story. But it it's just like a, this little sprite creature. Um, and it 
it looks just to me battered and bruised version of that. It's a green bottle. <laughs> it's time for the wheel of morality. I'm thinking of the uh, the bat from Fern Gully. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Um, but this creature, he looks like a small little humanoid, but with these tiny little horns sticking up and wings. Oh, like a little Batman. It's like a mechanical imp? Kind of. I bet he looks adorable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. I bet he does, too. Well, that's right. I told you. It reminds me of the bat in Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. There you go. Of course, since he looks bat-like, Carrie is just in love with this that's, little monkey. That's where the rapport comes from. Is it a homunculus? No. It's a construct. Construct. Do we know what kind of construct? You can roll an all arcana. I shall. 18. It's a homunculus. There you go. Oh, it's is a homunculus. That, is that the best? Because I got a 20. 20, so yeah, you, you would know it's a hum, uh, homunculus, which means that you would know that it cannot speak, mm. and it can only communicate telepathically with its creator. Mm. So it's trying to put on these shows to communicate with you. Have, Have you, you ever, ever been, been to, to the, the library? library? Whoa. In um that town, Lepestad. And it shakes his head, yes. Did you take, did you, uh, take something out of a window? Like a little statue? Mm. And shakes his head, yes. Oh, dear. Oh, we found the homunculus. Oh, dear. We'll have to kill him now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She doesn't say that. So that statue you took, do you have it now? He shakes his head no. Do you know where it is? Shakes his head no. Did your master take it? Shakes his head no. Were you controlled by your master at that time? Shakes his head no. All right. Okay. So, so. Was Horus, the beast, controlled he by says, your master at that time? He says no. All right. So good. So the master seems cool then. Okay. Is the master alive? He shakes his head yes, but then he kind of pantomimes that he's trapped. Okay. So he does it, he's in a box? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in a box, and he steps inside it. Can't get out. So- <laughs> then he grabs a rope. And, starts- <laughs> <laughs> and the box keeps getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> so the homunculus has a little black and white striped shirt on in a beret? So- yes. <laughs> he's a mime. But then... Who has the uh, amulet from the Whispering Way? Ooh. Who does? I'll I'll pull it out. Uh, Are you looking for this? He points to that that necklace and then kind of mimes these people with hoods walking around sullenly. And then (laughs) he mimes them throwing his master into the box. (laughs) The box that he'd previously established. Yes. Yes. I'm watching him choke himself. This is, um... Slap himself around. The little chipmunk in, uh, Enchanted. When he's, like, explaining the story. Yeah. It's one of my favorite signs. He is good. He could squeak a little bit, though. So, little man, it looks like we have the same enemies. Yeah, he shakes his head, yes. And then he points up the stairs, and then he mimes this other beast-like creature and then goes back to the box and like the beast is punching on the box mm. there's a beast guarding your master he shakes his head yes oh great another construct you've been <laughs> do so you have much help but i have a question you look very hurt may i see your ring oh yeah i had he a ring no he shakes his head no yeah. that's fine i just wanted to know do you know did. do you know where there's any adamantine weapons around here he he thinks for a second, and then he remembers that the only adamantine he's seen is in a block in the ceiling. In this room? In each of the floors that you've been on, there's been a block at the top of the ceiling that is just pure adamantine. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, we could throw it at him. 
well, that's a stupid design. Okay. <laughs> is there anything uh, we know that we could do with that information? <laughs> so sort of what, what I'm thinking is maybe it's like a failsafe. Like you, you pull a lever and an adamantine block falls on the construct in the middle of the room. Mm. Maybe. Or, or you hide in the box. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with an adamantine box or an adamantine block in the ceiling. Maybe there's drop maybe, it. Maybe there's weapons in it. Drop it like an anvil. Would but be, you wouldn't make the box out of adamantine. That wouldn't make any sense. But maybe there's something in it. I don't know. It's to hint that that let's. I'm. He, he kind of as you're talking about it. He mimes the another box, the adamantine box, and he mimes like he's the the creature again. And you get close to it, and he can't touch it. Gotcha. Horses can't touch adamantine weapons. The correct the the creatures can't. So if we go upstairs and just sit in this box, we'll be fine. <laughs> yes, we hide. It's base. That's <laughs> base for us. Um, I do still want to do a, a spellcraft or arcana check on that ring because it's been calling to me. Okay. Roger, go two for the heck of it. Uh, eighteen. Twenty-one. Natural twenty. It is a ring of invisibility. Twenty-five. Obviously. Oh, that makes sense. So it is Bilbo. So Roderick's We're going to call you Bilbo. Yeah. So Roderick's thinking out loud. So this this contraption must be very, very powerful. It's able to control at least two constructs at the same time with very specific instructions outside of their normal control parameters. So no wonder this evil cult is uh, trying to take control of it. Then he, he goes back over to the, the chalk drawings of the, the images, and he shows the two big apparatuses side by side. Mm-hmm. And he points to one and, like, mimics pulling a lever mm-hmm. and he kind of mimics like this electricity and lightning coming down I everywhere I, I really wish i could see these pantomimes <laughs> i would do too i'm imagining you know the old don bluth uh cartoons like all dogs go to heaven or the secret yeah. of nim that that kind of anima anastasia is where i'm yeah. actually going with it that mm. and anastasia i just think uh, it's just gonna be so cute seeing this little dude so I think we're we're at a point where there no adamantine weapons, but I think what we're what the little guy's telling us is that the master's hiding in an adamantine box from a creature that's trying to get to him. Is that correct, Bilbo? He kind of goes, but that's kind of right. He's not like hiding. He was... He's actually been captured. Yes, that's the difference. So the whispering way is here. And he shakes his head. No. <sighs> Stupid okay. cults. Okay. Well, I think that's. I don't think there's any more we can figure out from this dude right now. Mm-hmm. Um, stay safe. Let us know if there's any uh, other helpful items like potions. <laughs> Anything else helpful you can give us? Potions, weapons, flowers. He shakes, shakes his head no, but he does want to. He does point to the the drawings once again and show the lever with the lightning, and then another lever. So one lever for the lightning. The other lever does something else. I feel like this is important, but it's the controls them right changes the constructs to their will. Perhaps. Oh, and these machines are in the, the room above us, right? And so he'll point to the ceiling and then look at the next room on the, the drawing and show they're on the ceiling of the next room. Okay, so we're gonna have to go up, up. But the next room has the monster in it. And he shakes his head yes. Okay. And then he points back to the contraption with the, the second lever and points to his brain and then does the Horus motion. Zombie walk. Does this control the monster in the next room as well? And he shakes his head no. Damn. I was hoping we could, like, mm. control the machine and then take down the monster. How That's convenient. That's a good idea, yeah. Is, is Horus under co- his own control right now? And he shakes his head yes. So that something we uh, need to watch out for. Then he points back to the, the second lever again, imitates Horus, 
then points to you, then does Horus again, and then fighting motion. If that lever is switched, we will have to fight Horus. Nope. We can Horus, make Horus, Horus fight will fight for us. With us, yes. I think he'd probably do that anyway. Yeah, wouldn't he just do that anyway? He's cool. Would he? He's a gentle giant. Would he? You know, what we um, should do is take control of his mind and force him to do it against his mm-hmm. will. Now that you have an idea of what this contraption does, give me an arcana check. Give me a good roll. That is a good roll. 15. A 19. Hold on, I haven't done mine yet. No, it's worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, so 19 is the highest? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh so you would kind of get the idea that this bond slave thrall gives some sort of mind link to, to whichever construct it's controlling, or in this case, Horus. Hmm. And by doing so, you would be able to use some of your abilities through Horus. Oh. So let me ask you this. Just, we're, we're a bit of a... I, I don't know about these others as much, but I'm very much a moral creature, and I'm not really into taking over people's minds would Horus have his own volition be able to do things off on his own of his own choice if we use this power on him and he shakes his head yes okay I'm all for it then so with that you get the idea that if you take control that one person that is taking control can have him do whatever he wants but he will fight on his own if you are not in the process of taking control so okay. I don't see any specific need to take control, but we'll see. Just, but it means you could put your powers through him, which could be cool. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, good. So I'm glad he can do things on his own. And she's kind of thinking out loud, kind of asking the, the homunculus, kind of asking the party. She's like, well, who should, who should be the one to, to do this then, to take control, to turn on the machine? Not me. <laughs> and the... I- I don't think it should be me either. Um, I, Carrie is great, but sometimes she takes over. I don't want him to do anything. I don't want to say evil, but it's definitely not good. Nothing untoward. <laughs> so the homunculus will kind of scratch its chin for a second and then point at Vivian. Me? I, I think that, that might be fitting. I think so, too. I think you have the moral character to be able to do this without getting power crazy. Okay. And hopefully we'll have a moment to talk to Horace beforehand to be like, okay, Horace, just so you know, I'm going to push this button, i.e. pull this lever. Okay, thanks, bye. All right, I so know he trusts you so much. I hope this doesn't break it. Okay, so it sounds like we're going to fight some shit in the next room. I'm ready. Roderick is far from ready, so. Yeah, do some prep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah definitely look at your minutes per level spells. Uh, as we're gearing up to go, through, go into the next room, um, first of all, is the door locked? No. Okay, so... He doesn't want to waste any time, like, casting the spell, and then we have to unlock the door. (laughs) So, making sure it's unlocked. Um, So, Roderick is, as we're right about to go through the door, Roderick is going to cast, in this order, invisibility on himself, shield on himself, and then I'm going to turn in one of my hero cards to cast mirror image on myself again. That's where you can pull it back? Yes, I can cast one of the spells that I've already cast this day. That's an excellent use of hero card. So, rolled the same, so there's four images and one Roderick. Okay. Um, Which one of you is invisible? Roderick is. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. That's, That's funny. I missed your joke first. And okay. then the hero card I turn in is the idiot, because I'm offended by that card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Nothing personal, buddy. Um, yeah, so each of those each of those is uh, minutes per level, so I've got six minutes on each of those, so that should be sufficient for the combat. Okay. All right, I've got a couple of spells. I think I'm going to cast Aid on Zenobia. Good, good call. And what does that add? Um, so Aid, I'm just going to read it. Aid grants the target a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and saves against fear effect, plus temporary hit points equal mm-hmm. to 1d8 plus my caster level. Which is six. So I roll the one d eight. Come on, two. <laughs> so two, <laughs> yep. two plus six. So that's eight. Eight temporary hit points on top of your current. Hey, so that's great. Wish it could be higher. So a little, little buff there. Um, and then she's gonna cast bless on everyone else. So everyone else has a plus one bonus to attack. That does not stack with the one I just gave you. Peace. Um, and then she's gonna cast shield of faith on Roderick. All right. Good. And what does that do? That gives a plus three. Two. Three. Oh, yeah. Plus three. Don't fuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) Plus three deflection bonus to AC. However, it does not stack with my uh, ring of protection, so it's only a plus two, which is still good. Okay. And I'm not giving it to Renly because he'll probably be flying. Yes, Um, I will be. um, Yeah, her other spells. I thought I was going to fight some human in here somewhere. Um, Get for assuming. I know. Well, what else am I supposed to do? Okay. So I think that's all she can do. And all of the, those are those are minutes spells. So she's that's what she's got. Um I think she's going to have her glaive out just in case she needs to get in flanking. She don't want to. Okay. So um I'm going to buff with mirror image. Who doesn't want that? Right. So that's 1d4. Uh 3 plus 1 is 4, so there's 5 of us. Same as Roderick. Okay. I'm also going to cast Returning Weapon, which is another five-minute spell, and then, of course, become Carry. And then my last question, strategically, I'm going to have to turn on this lightning rod. I'm going to have to turn on one side so that I can do the other side. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you question? want me to cast... Well, Vanish for me is only... Uh, actually, no. Vanish for me is five minutes. Do you want me to cast Vanish on her? That's only five rounds. Roderick is going to... That, I, that That's probably be enough, though, if she's, mm-hmm. like, running. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Roderick has Vanish prepared, too. He's holding up for a good tactical moment, but he has it as well. Yeah, uh, I think vanish, Vanishing Vivian would be helpful so that she could get up to that area as quick as possible. Okay, so what I'm going to do is just vanish right before that door opens. Sounds good. And so it looks like there's only two people walking in the door. All right, I think we're ready, Gary. So, Zenobia will open the door, as usual. <laughs> yes. I think, we're, I, think, I think we're ready to die, Gary. You got all that, Gary? I think so, as long as you guys have it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Okay. So, you open the door into the next room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a tower room that was clearly once a laboratory. It's choked with more of these huge webs. <sighs> Two curious objects are in this room. There's a large iron idol and a glass bell jar of the same size, each standing against the eastern wall of the room. The jar is filled with fluid and contains a human woman, while the idol has only two openings for eye holes through which blink a pair of terrified human eyes. Up toward the ceiling of this room and its webs sends this abomination of a creature made from parts of at least half a dozen creatures, the aberrant Promethean. It is a mixture of a choker, a oh. chool, a cloaker, <laughs> no. and an edder cap. No. What about, oh, no. What about, a mid, 
no. What about all, a Joker and a Midnight Toker? No. Uh, all blended together and a disgusting mass of unlife. It climbs through these webs as easily as a spider, and it goes berserk as soon as it sees the door open. Oh, my gosh. It lets out a roar. And we'll see you next week. Oh my oh, god. We're gonna die. These, these we hold till next week, right? At least we know where the maker is. He's wearing a mask. No, he's in the statue. Yes. Who's the one? It's like a mask. Blink, blink. Blink, blink.